how do I practice minimalism when my partner isn't? And when I say partner, I'm also referring to roommates, parents, in-laws, kids, siblings, even your best friend. And although living together can drastically change the dynamic of a relationship, the ideas I plan to share with you today are applicable regardless if you and the other person share the same space or not. So if you're the minimalist who's trying to get their partner on board, or if you're the other person who's not quite with this minimalism thing, but you're trying to understand for the sake of your partner, friend, or relative, then grab a seat, tune out the rest of the world around you, and focus on this conversation for the next few minutes. It's going to be valuable, and I don't want you to miss anything. All right, before we get started, I'd love for you to comment below and let me know which side of the fence you're currently on. Are you the one who's practicing minimalism or are you the partner, friend, or relative who's trying to understand why this minimalism thing is so important to the person in your life? Okay, so how do you live like a minimalist or practice minimalism when your partner isn't? Should you try to change them or declutter their stuff behind their back? Do you disown them because they're not willing to declutter as much as you are? The short answer is no. Do not pressure your partner, friend, or relative to declutter or get rid of their things behind their back. And definitely don't disown them simply because they're choosing to consume more than you do. As tempting as it might be, nagging or decluttering your partner's things without their permission will undoubtedly create tension, diminish trust, and push the other person to become even more attached and protective of their personal belongings. But I firmly believe that minimalism is A, a unique and individual journey, which we'll talk about later, and B, is actually about living with more of what matters by choosing to want less of what doesn't. So how do we balance these two narratives so you and your partner, friend, or relative aren't continuously butting heads? Well, the first thing is a must, regardless if you share the same space or not. You have to talk about it. Take it from me, as someone who is newly married and has had friends in every walk of life, I've learned that communication is the process of life. Without it, it's very difficult to get anything done or make progress, let alone understand. And yes, decluttering is already intimidating, mainly if you're new to the idea or hesitant about letting go of something when you don't know if you'll need it later in life or not. It can also be a touchy subject, especially if sentimental items are the topic of discussion. So if it's important to you, it's important to talk about it. Some key things to remember are one, listen to understand, not to respond. If I've learned anything from my relationship with Alexis, it's that communication is crucial. This one act is arguably the central life source of any relationship. And in order for that to work, you each have to be willing to listen with the intent to understand, not to respond. When you can master this, be it with your partner, friend, or relative, regardless if the conversation is about minimalism or not, you're setting yourself up for success and progress. Number two is ask questions, such as, why is this important to you? How are you able to detach from sentimental items? What are the benefits you're experiencing from minimalism? What is it about simplifying that scares or worries you? How do you get and stay motivated to declutter? See, talking about these things and asking other questions that come to mind helps bring awareness to what you find important and valuable no matter what side of the fence you're on. And hey, <laughs> these conversations might even plant a seed in your partner's mind that could spark their interest in simplifying their own life. Allow each other to have a voice. Now, this is different than talking about it. Allowing each other to have a voice means giving the other person equal say when decluttering the shared items. 
This includes books, furniture, knickknacks and decor, kid stuff if that applies to you, and the like. This is different than talking about it because it doesn't require a formal sit down. However, communication here is still important and I don't want you to miss that. Establish clutter-free and clutter-safe zones. If you're sharing a space with someone, your partner, a roommate, a relative, then this is for you. See, we all need space to keep and store our things, but setting boundaries around where you can and cannot leave things to pile up can help control clutter, especially if the both of you or however many of you share the same space don't see eye to eye on minimalist living. Great places to establish as clutter-free zones are commonly shared areas like the kitchen, the living room, and a shared bedroom if that applies to you. Now, on the other hand, establishing clutter-safe zones are equally important if you're sharing the same space with someone. Clutter-safe zones are places where you and the other person can keep their personal belongings as tidy or as messy as you would like in a way that doesn't affect the other person or cause unnecessary stress. Now, once these zones are established and agreed on, they must be respected. Be supportive. We're all protective of the things that matter most to us. So nagging and criticizing your partner, friend, or relative about what they own or don't own won't do anyone any good. If you have something to say, it's best to talk about it respectfully. And instead of criticizing, try offering your help to go through things if they're open to it. Maybe you help them find a home for their belongings, or you sit down together and have a conversation about why something is important to them. Remember, criticism drives defensiveness, which makes it impossible for either of you to share the same space or live together. Just be supportive and patient with one another. Accept your differences. Living with someone else, your partner, roommates, relatives can be hard. And sharing the same space comes with its own challenges. But accepting your differences might be the aha moment for you when you walk away from this conversation. Now, yes, you can lead by example and live a minimalist life of your own. Support each other, talk about the things you disagree on, make decisions together that involve shared items, but you can't make a person change. All you can do is respect them for who they are, love them where they're at, and keep communication front and centered. Keep growing, keep learning, and always stay true to you. i see you in the next one. Peace.